This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LagarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. All right, hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. We are recording in exotic, beautiful Indianapolis. Mm, still feeling it's it middle here. America. It's, 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 it's breathtaking. It's middle America. It's breathtaking. It's sunny out. It's mm. 50 some odd degrees. Just, I watched it's another Parks and, Parks and Rec episode last night. Just yeah. To, just to feel Indiana, man. Yeah, there you go. Mm, so there good. You, go. you know, I so still haven't not. watched a full episode of that. What? Yeah, it's true. You've not? Nope. Not even one. Why not? I just You've watched The Office, right? Yeah, I have. So I just haven't gotten around to it. Okay. So we don't watch a lot of TV at my house. It's not actually TV. It's something fair. Yeah. It's it's streaming. Yeah, it's it's streaming. It's twenty it's it's twenty television. It's twenty two minutes of just mindless fun. It that fills some time here and there. That's it. Kind of like this podcast. It's a little bit. This is like three times that much. Yeah, we're gonna take this an hour here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, so with me as always, of course, are uh, Barnabas and Dave, and we have a special guest because we Mm. are doing special things Mm. in exotic Indianapolis. Yeah, we have the savior of the Happy Rant podcast himself, Ronald J. Martin. Ronnie, how are you, sir? Yo, I'm good. Good, good to I'm see you. I'm losing my voice. That's all right. Well, you know, it's all that it's, uh, it's, it's all that shouting and whooping is, in the uh, in the main sessions, that's right? right. Things got a little charismatic. Yeah, yeah, and that's you, right. No, I was. Uh, yeah, did you put I, three hands up? I shout out a lot when guys are up there preaching, and then at, when when HB started his yelling, yeah, halfway through his sermon, like he always does. We got to talk back. You know, my right. ears are hurting now. Yeah, yeah. ears are bleeding. <laughs> voice is gone. Also, to TV I mean, we also, right. we also did the Happy Rant Live event Correct. where Ronnie said some words, many words, and. Blew out the voice a little so bit. So many words. Many words. Yeah. But really soldiered, soldiered through what was a uh, I think so. feeling under the weather. I think it turned out okay. I think it turned out okay. We had some special guests, too, that I think put in it's put in some ad, you know some added pressure. Yeah, I don't know sure. if we were at like peak performance <laughs> or peak like terror, but when my parents are in the room and you're yeah. trying to be funny, the two are it's questionable how well they mix. Pipe, I just think yeah. it was because of the way you've yeah. characterized your pops, like I'm afraid <laughs> that he doesn't know what funny is and then so I think it may have tweaked you more than you know, me and it's not our dad, me and Ted. Honestly, I just didn't make eye contact and I was okay. I forgot they well, were there good, about two thirds of the time and well, then uh, and you were sitting right they behind came him, right? In like ten minutes late. Yeah. And so it was kind of funny because you just made mm. some jokes about Ted's dad, uh, and then he walks in like a minute later. Well, it was nice. really yeah. funny. Oh, so yeah. he didn't even hear all the intro. No, he didn't hear the intro. Okay. Yeah, oh, he didn't. Right. No, he didn't. I know. Yeah. No. I yeah. just, you know, I'm trying to get that plenary at Desiring God, and that <laughs> that's, just that's right. That one's gone. We're done now with that. No, you're still you're still in the running. We're, we're it's, gone. Fine. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Dave might have some pull there. Um, <laughs> no, we can no. work it into our, uh, our 2020. <laughs> I, I certainly right? don't. They don't uh, listen to me. No, so. that's Pipe, true. By the way, what did your parents say about it? Did they any comments to you about it? Happy birthday. That was it. <laughs> it wasn't really that, that was your birthday. Present. It was happy yeah, birthday to right. you. That's yeah. uh, 
I, that was obligatory for them. It was your birthday. We got to show up. They had to show up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They didn't have to show up. They came straight from the airport. Like they 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 made a point to be there. It wasn't oh, like ah, we don't have anything going on. Like they they flew in and drove there mm. from the airport or Ubered or whatever. So really, they Dude, they flew nice. in especially for Indie Live and just happened to also be at yeah. And then the he was like, coalition. you know what? I have a sermon in my back pocket. I'll preach it tomorrow at the Gospel Coalition. Yeah, that's right. Well, your dad always as he does yeah. well, that <laughs> sermon. The most complex thing I've ever heard in my life in his back pocket sermon. Yeah. Sure, that was written. That was written on that the way over here. That was a myriad of like reformed wizards. He was actually yeah. writing that. Was he on a napkin. He was writing mm-hmm. that while we were doing the happy <laughs> end. It's like ah, uh, still talking. Okay, he was so bored. <laughs> Little white noise. I got three hours here. He doesn't understand <laughs> half the humor. He's so bored. <laughs> no, I saw him. I saw him smile two or three times. Well, the guy I came with go. this guy named Joe. He said uh-huh. he kept looking over, sitting parallel with them. He said, "No, I swear he was he was laughing a lot." He's laughing a lot. Yeah, you know. There you yeah, go. no. He my my dad's comment was, "It's <laughs> you use your in ways," which is is that veiled? <laughs> what was veiled in that? I I'm, that's I'm, a, that's I've a gone little, back and I've gone back and I've gone back and reread that text half a dozen times <laughs> to figure out is he insulting me? Is he saying like, I'm I'm glad you like we were there. Is it was it fun? To, I don't know. I don't but know. What's you don't have the relationship where you can just say, "Hey, pops, what do you mean by this?" Well, no. Here's the thing. You know what my dad will never say ever ever. That was so much fun, right? Mm. Which means like that might be his version of that was so much fun. Yeah. But mm. like he just fun. spin it positively mm. for sure. Yeah. Fun, yeah. fun is not a phrase mm. he's uh, or a word he's deeply in love with. Well, he just defines it differently. Yeah, mm. he just doesn't define. It. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, define he doesn't. it at all. Fun, fun is purpose. Right. I think he does. Hmm. He well, is. You know. He does question the purpose of said podcast. But oh well. Yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> oh, we all. Yeah. 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 Correct. That's why the first question we answered there was, "Why do we do this thing again?" Yeah. Mm. It's a good question. Mm. It's a good. But question. we talk you know. about books on this podcast. That's so true. We so do? we don't have to question why we That's do right. this because Ro- Ronnie, it's kind of hit me. Uh, you know, hearing you, I know you're, I know you're a little sick, but uh, you got a lot of like Kathleen Turner, Turner 1985 in you right wow. now. Nice. Yeah, I know no, it's I good, good that. voice. You know, that's a massive it's, compliment. It's Thank like you. a glass of yeah. nice. How did you feel about Kathleen Turner in 1985? Oh, big. I was I was a youngster. Good. Um, it was the '80s, it was a lot and there was a lot of Kathleen Turner on my mind. At that <laughs> moment, right? you know, so. Really, all of Kathleen Turner, probably. <laughs> Correct. You know. I mean, hey yo. Kids don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, They're like true. Kathleen Turner. She sounds like a nice yeah. lady. Very shaping yeah. influence. You know. <laughs> so. Shapely influence. That's right. Yeah. I mean, shaping. Um, <laughs> Guys, bleep that out. My name is uh, at Ted Cluck. Ted Cluck. Yeah, that's right, that's right. At Ted Cluck quotes on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. right. There is no at Ted Cluck. No. Except if you're like two of his people I've, that are at Ted Clucking him, you know. That's true. We uh, we need to maybe create an at Ted Cluck. I think it might exist. It's just God, that's up. so much work. I mean, that's true. <laughs> That's true, but it should just all be uh, all Ronnie Martin quotes. Well, if, yeah, mm-hmm. if he uh, if he wanted to sell some books, yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. I'm kidding. I, I can't <laughs> help him in that area, unfortunately. No, oh, gosh. I haven't helped him in that area after, <sighs> after two books. There is an at Ted Cluck, and there it's is. somebody using the name Nestor. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <Wonderful>. Nestor. <laughs> that's interesting. It sounds very like we, cosplayish. We, it sounds. Uh, that sounds like it could actually be his real. Accounts. Ted's it could be because me and Piper still are not sure if Ted's still like playing the I don't do social media or if he just has some other alter name 
You yeah. Because we're, we're mm-hmm. still slightly baffled that he's not on any of it. I, he's I, a stalker, yeah. though, for sure. Yeah, he gets on He gets oh, yeah. on and, like, looks at feeds. 100%. Yeah. yeah 100%. Sure. Yeah. All right. But we're we're not gonna but you know, we're not gonna talk about Ted's books. You're afraid this is turning into the rant right now. I'm a little bit worried. I'm a little bit worried. He's getting nervous over here. It's hard to avoid it. He puts so roll with it it when we can. Yeah. (laughs) Although maybe we need to challenge the uh, the question of which podcast could take the other in a fight. Oh Oh, that's not a question. Um, it's there is a question that has been raised on the happy rant that needs to be dealt with in this context, because this is the proper context for it, and that is the the general question of Ronnie's deep and abiding love for Christian novels, novellas, short stories, and we can get into the Hallmark movie thing if we must, but really let's keep it on the written page. Mm. Um, so I want to know how this came about, and this is again not happy rant, so we're not going to sit here and mock the Ronnie is Father Christmas type of thing. This no. is your actual love of Christmas books how did this happen and before you start answering just remember just to echo that the person that we primarily make fun of on this podcast is Dave so you can I just met Dave yeah I know so 20 minutes ago I know I I echo that echo and uh, now I want Ronnie to answer echo the echo the echo my echo is in the so here's the thing man I uh (laughs) I grew up um with my big sister being like a, a like a teenage writer Right, and she wrote novels, like as a teen, hmm. and I would read those novels. And hmm. she read like probably when she wasn't writing, she read three or four novels like a week. She's like this voracious reader. She wanted to become a writer. Mm-hmm. She never did, right? But so she constantly had books just laying around, and she would like give me books to read. Yeah. And so, like, how old are you roughly? This like, time? I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm like eight, nine, ten, right. you know, seven, so eight. So you're getting nine, into reading, and so yeah, she, and I'm this already is reading stuff. I, was, I already like to yeah. read anyway, but like the biggest influential reader in my life is my older sister. He's like seven years older than me, and so she loved, you know, and then when all these Christian romance books came out, like by Jeanette Oak, Love Comes Softly, and all that early stuff, she would just read that stuff, and she would like hand it to me. And you know, it's, and, and, you know, I don't know. I'm not thinking about anything, right? I'm yeah. Not, I'm not reading GI Joe novels, right? So, uh, so she hands me these books, and I start reading them, and I love them because I'm, you know, I'm an Enneagram Four, so I like things that are a little sad. I mm. tend to be a little melancholy, and I like like that moment in the story where everything's going wrong and everything's sad. You know, my eyes are well up with tears. I'm looking around to make sure my dad's not watching me. And, um, Your dad, not an Enneagram 4. My right? dad clearly would have not been an Enneagram 4. And right until you said that, I've really never thought about what any he would have been. Probably not a 4. Not mm. a not a, a melancholy feeler of many feelings. A feeler, but a very uh, very short-tempered Portuguese man. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and a sailor, and an ex-sailor to boot. Yep. Did, yeah, you guys he, are putting it all together. Did he uh, express himself in a very sailor way? I mean, when he was angry, which was often, yes. Nonviolent, man. Let me just... Sure. Very, very nonviolent. Verbally expressive. Verbally expressive. Um, and, uh, yeah, but also very, very nostalgic. So he probably had some high four in him. Okay. Very mm. nostalgic. So he could be like a like a three-wing four. Correct. There we go. And he was an entrepreneur. Okay. All of that. Pegged right? it. I think all you're right. on it. I think you're on it, Pipe. Good, Good call. Right. So anyway, so I just grew up reading those books. Yeah. And I loved those books because I liked romance. I dreamed of like marrying a girl someday, you know, the whole thing. And then so that just translated 
and intermingled mm-hmm. with my love for Christmas that started at an early year. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out that like, hey, there were these people that wrote these books that were like genetic, but they were all centered around Christmas as my sister was pitching me these things. I was like, oh, now I've hit. Shangri-La. Shangri-La, man. I've hit the yep. peak of everything that is good and pure in life. Nice. And so it was kind of, you know, I'm not sure. I, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I, it's just something I sort of grew up with. And I'm one of those, like, I don't have, thi- I, I just, I like what I like. Yeah. I don't have guilty pleasures. I, I, just, yeah, I like just what I pleasures. like. And, um, and I know it doesn't, you know, it doesn't play well in the art world. Right? These aren't Pulitzer Prize or the, winning. Or the world of right. males. Or, or, the world of, or the world of men. Or the world of books. True. Like, un, understandably so. But to that's, me, it's, to be fair, that's very Enneagram 4 of you. Your favorite doesn't fit anywhere that correct. you're supposed mm-hmm. to fit. Yeah. But I will say this at the end of the day is a good story is a good story. No matter how you slice it, to me, a simple good story. Um, it's still a good story regardless. Of, of the so, Amish right. girl finding her true love at Christmas. Some of those stories are good. I never got into Amish romance. Yeah. Amish romance came after, you know, Jeanette Oak stuff and all that. It right. was kind of a later development. I right. never got into it. Weirdly yeah. enough. There's still time. There That's is. True. Especially if you're going log cabin hunting. I feel like you should lean into the Amish. Correct. Potentially. Given so, the vibe. Yep. There's so, there's so much material there that's been not delved into. Yeah. All right, so with that too, so you're digging into Hallmark Channel. No, Lifetime. I don't do Hallmark You won't Channel. do any of that. That's not okay. Really yeah. Yeah. Even if the story is told as well as that book you just but read. There needs to be some depth to it. I don't I don't okay. like all the, you know, the, yeah. the the whole like, you know, you know, you get like the you get that you get that whole vibe with Hallmark Channel where like the acting's so bad and it's it just feels like they put this thing together. They wrote the screenplay in like 20 minutes and like I don't like that, you know. Right. I mean, it's like yeah. I do have my standards. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't just read any Christian yeah. Or, or yeah. I don't even read Christian romance novels anyway, but I don't just yeah. read any holiday romance novels anyway. I read the kings, you know, like Richard Paul Evans, who's the king. I mean, those are like just amazingly written, mm-hmm. like novellas, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Quick question. Yeah. If his name was just Richard Evans, would he be able to write those kinds of books? No, he needs the Paul. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I believe the Paul. Yeah, it's, it's like what adds the gravitas to it. Anybody who uses three names, my initial judgment is that they're pretentious. But then if you remove the middle name, you're like, oh, they can't do what they do. It's why if I ever get my Christmas novel published, it's going to have to be Ronald Joseph Martin on the front. Right. right. So, but like, you do have a Christmas book coming out. Um, I have an I have an advent book advent for chill. It's yes. not my novel. That's true. I'm almost That's done true. with my novel, and uh, we'll so see what happens. Advent book needs to accompany it at one point. Correct. So, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. It's a twofer. Need, because we're a podcast who <laughs> has tens of listeners. We need to we need to pimp your book. So tens, your ad- tens upon tens. Yes. Tens upon tens. Your your advent book is titled <laughs> what and releases when? It's called the best gift ever given. Come, it releases uh, through Harvest House October 1st of this year. Right. Yeah, the best so. gift ever given, October yeah, 1st. Yeah, 25 days it. through Christmas. It's for kids 10 to 14. Perfect. Age range. I have a kid okay. in that age range. There you go, boom. So there we go. Maybe I'm going to send you a copy. It's all good. I'd love that. Thank right. you. Thank you. I mean, obviously, these books are about the illustrations. Of course. So the, the artist for this is, like, fantastic. Yeah. And, Did you um, have the connection to the artist? I've always, okay. cu- I've always been curious about the... The uh, the illustrated book like collaboration and how that mm-hmm. works. So you made that happen. I brought him in. He's a guy okay. that did a lot of my sleeves back in my my record days, and they loved his work. So that's how that's how we he was part that's of the proposal, worked. right? Right. Hey, this is what the art's going to be like. Yeah. And they they were they really loved that. 
And uh, yeah. the text is kind of secondary, honestly, you know, in those books for sure. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> captions. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It looks Ooh. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah. So Dave, just, super, Dave just super, pulled it up on his super digital Super mid-century device. modern. It's, it's actually yeah. more adult I, art, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I dig so that. Nice. Not super kiddish, yeah. to be honest. No, that's that's beautiful. But, uh, I'm, I'm but looking forward to it. But here's the thing. You know who doesn't buy books? Kids. I know. Right. So that means you need to convince the parents that it's awesome. So well, well right. done. It's grandparent that's right. market. That's what I was yeah. told. That's the major purchasers of kids' books are, are grandparents. So. For sure. Unless you're in my house, and then it's it's then, all the time. Right. All right. Yeah. All right, there you go. Oh yeah. Like our like you were talking about how your how your sister was a voracious reader. Yeah. Um. I was just like as soon as you started talking about that, it's like Abigail, my oldest. She is same thing. Always reading. Yeah, she yeah. and she actually aspires to be a novel. Really? True story. She wow. she just finished hers. Um, she's maybe gonna let me read it sometime How soon. How old is she? She just turned twelve. Dude, that's big for her to finish. Oh, it's amazing. Novel. Yeah, she she's thirty thousand words, and um, and well, so she'll it, probably be a novelist then. Dude, I, I barely so. cracked thirty thousand with my first book well, at like at twenty eight or twenty nine. I, I have to write thirty thousand words to complete a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't so. want it's a kids' book though, so good choice. Oh. Yep. It literally yeah, was least, the easiest. Yeah. Let me just say this: most enjoyable writing process. You're like, wait, I get wow. to, my I life. get to caption these pictures. This is <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it was See, so so easy. Yeah. See, so, that's interesting. The kids, the kids' writing process for me, I found um, has been the hardest so far. Well, it took me a yeah. minute. So it took me a minute. At first, I was writing too young. Yeah. It's like, this is not a book for six-month-olds. Yes. And then I felt like, oh, I don't know, man, is that too use old? Your, use your words, Ron. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so at some point, you, you're hoping you find that weird sweet spot where it's like, yeah. it's deep, but it's not over the top. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if I got it. They were they seemed to like it. So it's, yeah. you know, it's your call. Yeah. You know, but it, it was hard in that. Yeah. I just, what I mean by not hard is writing one paragraph. Yeah. Is like kind of nice. Yeah. It's oh, for sure. Nice. For sure. You know, you don't gotta need to do a lot of research on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm real anti-research anyway. <laughs> yep. So, uh, big, uh, big no research guy here. Yeah, hundred well. percent. That's for me and Pipe. That is our deepest thing that we have in common is zero research. Nice. Yes. Also, zero show preparation. Correct. Doesn't that count as research? They're, they're, they're real closely they're real related. Close. Uh, You'd need some extra initials after your name for that, though, right? <laughs> you totally. Which doesn't exist <laughs> over here, does it? Oddly, I have more initials you, than you do. This is such a good thing. If for you, you were into research, you would be R. Joseph Martin. Correct. Ooh, there we go. I now, yeah. that one pipe. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That you. sounds like a cult leader. Yeah, so don't, really don't go that route. Because the name Joseph is real culty. Yeah. Why is that? It's not my fault, but it's like, it's your predecessors. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to the Mormons. In yeah, the Mormons, just, ah, yeah. The Mormons yeah. just drove LDS. that name out of town for everybody. That's true. What's LDS. That's LDS. right. We LDS. just lost our Mormons. That's why we can't do door-to-door -door evangelism anymore either. That's right. You've got to spend 20 minutes convincing somebody you're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. What do you oh. What do you read between Christmas seasons? <laughs> and realizing that Christmas season starts <laughs> about July 4th and runs through January. <laughs> so, <laughs> so February to June. Like, like the year. Right, okay, the so year, the your, entire is year. Your, is your uh, Christmas season January to December? No, man, I'm real strict about that. Man. Okay. I need to be in the proper time. Okay. Yeah, it just ruins it if it's over. Yeah, I love it more than anybody in the world, but it needs to be in the time. Okay. Is that so, post-Thanksgiving, or is it like November, December? Yeah, Ooh. I would say start getting into it lightly at the beginning of November, but okay. it does not get to roll in until the day after Thanksgiving. Okay, there you go. Full on. You just, there you go. You just, see, this, okay. 
Yeah. That's, it's, that's it's, helpful for me. And that's okay. This is, is this is Black Friday. It begins at that point. Correct. Yeah. That's okay. tree day for us. Sure. So okay. that's when all yeah. the Christmas music starts playing nonstop. Right. <laughs> until Christmas. But on the 26th, fellas, we're done. Yeah. It's not Christmas anymore. That's right. In fact, we're the furthest from Christmas we can possibly get. That's, yeah. That's, that's actually that's actually the black whatever day. For that's Ron. a bad like day. It's a, it's a day of death. Like tree goes down. I text Ron to check on his health at that point. Is it's everything bad. okay? I appreciate that, Pipe. I need yeah. that. Lay off the eggnog. <laughs> it's yesterday's, <laughs> and you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of these guys that like we have. You know, oh, it's September. I'm starting to play Christmas music. It's like, dude, I'm not an animal. I mean, it, you know, this this stuff needs to have context for yes. me. Right? I don't celebrate my birthday, you know, in you know any month I want. You know, it has to yeah, fit. That's right. Do you celebrate birthday months? No, I do not. I'm not a big birthday guy. You, don't, you, you don't even celebrate the birthday. I, my wife does, and I just let her do what she wants yeah. with that. But mm-hmm. my wife has birthday month. Wow. People are sending her. It's it's like the national holiday. It's crazy. That's amazing. I'm not so. I'm not a big okay. fan. Yeah. As I'm getting older, I'm just mm. wishing I wasn't having a birthday. That's right. Yeah. Can we reverse this process? Or can you just be like, I'm, as I'm getting more distinguished, I'm appreciating. You know what, man? I would love to be able to adopt that attitude, there you go. There but you I don't go. think I have the ability. That's all right. Well, I mean, maybe I, you can help me. I don't know. We'll see after my next birthday, because you know, just the way Pipe gets a hold of me on the 26, <laughs> you you contact me and help me through that. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that after the show. So, uh, <laughs> but back to my question: yeah. between Christmas seasons, are, yeah. are there what, any other holidays you're like, man? All right, this is fun. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving literature. I've noticed. There isn't, man. It, it doesn't get a lot of play it's because it's not a religious holiday. It's true. Doesn't really, it's, a, it's a great it's holiday. It's a tradition. Fair. It's just a tradition. It's yeah. a gluttonous holiday. It is. It's yeah. not just an American holiday. We have it Thank in Canada you. too. In October. Are you in October. October. What? Yeah, totally. Oh wait a minute! Yeah. We met your wife at, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. At the she live the, show. She was That's the right. very first question asked. That's right. Yes. Yeah. She, and she was very appreciative yeah. of you guys signing that, that lovely trash woman. Book. Lovely woman. Thank you. Yes. I agree. Um, I agree. I do not know why she sticks around me, but yeah. uh, good. Well, we're all glad we got Well, got no answers for you. <laughs> Sorry, we can't help. We've, I've tricked her. Uh, she likes America so much that she wants to Is stay Is she American here, so. or Canadian? Canadian. We're oh, all Canadian. Because you're not allowed to marry anybody that's not a Canadian. Uh, don't you guys have that rule? <laughs> uh, I don't really no, know how to no, answer that right uh, now. No, I think that's a different cult. That's so, Russia. Um, oh. <laughs> okay. yeah. Am different. I keeping all this in? What am I doing? No, You're the no. editor. No. All right. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, now we need to get Ronnie to answer my question about oh, what so. he reads between Christmases. Okay, Dave okay. keeps asking other questions. <laughs> well, so lately my, my life has been reading like all the kind of stuff that's in that bookstore at TGC right now, whatever all that's called. I don't know what it's called. Books. Yeah, Christian books. living. Theology. Christian living. Our lives. Christian living. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the stuff that keeps in the lights on for these guys. I call it employment. And my wife keeps buying me novels and they just keep stacking up, but for some mm. reason I, I can't I can't get into them right now. I'm like stuck right now. Okay. Right, just, when, it, uh, when it comes to novel reading, like, do you chip away at a novel, or do you need like an afternoon and you're gonna mow through this? No, thing? I need some time. Okay. Okay. I need so time. that's your issue with novels. Like, it's a commitment right. to delve into a novel, or as you can like chip away at another book. We'll read read it before bed for thirty minutes right. a night, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Right. So, are so what is it that's got you you reading a lot of the Christian living theology? Kind I of think books? it's just because I think it's just because of what I'm doing right now vocationally, and yeah. so you know, just learning and. But I kind of, but I kind of mindlessly go through the, a lot of those books. Mm-hmm. I don't retain a lot of it. 
because they start feeling the same, mm-hmm. you know, after a while because they are, you know. Um, so there's a little bit of that, and I, I don't, maybe it's because it is a little mindless. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a novel really kind of, it, it kind of pulls you in, and maybe I don't feel like, I'm, I'm doing some psychology right now with you boys, but yeah, maybe yeah. I'm just not at a place where I want to get pulled in that deeply. But um, I, I want that to change because I'm feeling like all work, no play makes Ronnie a dull boy. And I'm in, I'm in that yeah. mode right I now. I mean, as a right. podcast co-host of yours, I will co-sign that. You know, yeah. All work and no play makes you really dull. Yeah. It's true. For sure. You should read a novel and be more fun. Yeah, I know. Precise, man. Mm-hmm. I, what novels you. What novels are on the stack? We can help you figure out which oh, one to read uh, first. Yeah, let's workshop that. That's what we, we do. A, well, man, I've had that massive All the Light We Cannot See, you know, that came out a couple years yep. ago that won, like, 97 awards. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My wife likes the best book she's read. My wife reads about four or five novels a week. Nice. Wow. You know, she's crazy. She's like my sister was. And um, so she's just keyed into all these different things. And and so she's stacked a couple of those on, on my table. I can't remember what else. There's a few of them that are like that. And I just, I can't, I can't it's hard for me to do That's a good one. I no, really I know. enjoyed it. I read like a half a chapter. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, this is, mm-hmm. this is real writing. And the, and the latest... Uh, Anger. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got about half through Words that. And I just set it aside because I was losing interest. Not because it wasn't good. It was me. It's not. It, it's not you. It's me. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that goes really well with breakups too. Just, does it? Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, you. It's yeah. me. Every every people receive it well. They completely understand it's and they authentic. believe it. Which means that life anger it feels fine right now. He's yeah. okay. He's good. You've, yeah. All right. Yep. He knows it's you. I don't know if you know. He's still feeling bitter about that. Uh, Did you, you knew that these guys interviewed Life Anger on this podcast. No, no, I know that. Yeah, I know and I that. wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of the yeah. chose to do other things. Whenever you meet a hero, it's bound to just be crushing. Mm. You know? The guy we, was we, bound we, to we, say something. You're we like, really? Honestly, you want to know? Guess that it's, guy? Their, it's their friggin' smugness about the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that. I think it's yeah, fine. Right there. And Aaron's no. just chortling over no. here. I mean, Listen, I would just be, I would just be the more Canadian like, smug right out of I would be more baffled that they even got to sit down with anger, you know? Like, well, how did that happen? Because Dave's got connections. Oh, it right. happens. Dave, Dave has been... Just ask. Dave has been neck deep in the publishing world for many years and has... Dave, I don't know your resume, man, so we need to and chat he, about that off and the air. And he, yeah. and so he that's ma- why the tell-all makes books friends with everybody. I got 20 years from now. We're... Yeah. Uh, we're Gonna get the pre-order yeah, up we, pretty soon. I, I, so, you know, it's, 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 it's being written right got, now. Okay, right now, and guys, you're in it. And guys, who, who I think you're writing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got that started. There would be a ghost writer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dave. Now, just confirm. We did finally settle on that title. It's called Hot Miking. Hot Miking. Hot Miking on Reformation Trust. Yeah. Hot Miking in a tricast world. Yeah. There you go. Have you guys ever thought about what it might mean to do as a way to build hype? Let's just bring it back down to earth, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. five-year pre-order, advanced pre-order, like 10-year advanced pre-order. I think... Like, this is going to be so, so great. So, let's, let's think of yeah. people who have tried this strategy. Kind of actually like, more than six like months? George, like George, R. George R. George R. Martin has not yeah. finished the Game of Thrones oh, that's right. series. And he's going on, like, what, eight to ten years at this point. Maybe book, not quite right? that long. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, final yeah, book. So, so they, for they, they finished the HBO series based on their own script writing. And he helped write that, but he hasn't finished the book. So the question is, are they going to use the script for the... Is he going to use the script for the book, or is he never going to finish? That would be hugely disappointing if he used the script yeah. from, the book, from the movie. Everybody would know how it ends. Other, other people mm-hmm. who have tried this, Dr. Dre... He has been working on the same album since 2001. That's true. Guns N' Roses. 
also did that for a long time. They really? did. They had a Chinese democracy was like thirty years long. And it was not well received. Yeah, no, it was a terrible album. Like, Usually, it's not a great it? thing. It comes out. It's a massive disappointment. Right. I mean, all the hype. Then there's we, the we can't achieve it. I mean, how do you, how do you build that? How do you yeah, maintain that? Yeah. Star Wars Episode One is another Correct. one of those ones. Correct. Yeah. I do have massive respect, although I don't understand it at all, for guys like Anger who take five to eight years to write they a novel. They just have the luxury, man, because they don't need to. They've already made their fortune. But I mean, like, but it shows in the books too. Like, if you write a novel a year, you know what you are. You're John Grisham's crappy books. That's Pretty what much. you are. Whereas Anger's books are all, they're all different. <laughs> they're all brilliant. And you see like seven years of effort has gone into this. Yeah. And it shows. He, just has, he just has the luxury of, yeah. of doing that. Now, my wife would say that like she loves Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So she's read everything Stephen King has ever done. Shoot, we should have her on the podcast. You really should. Yeah. I mean, she would have a lot of dialogue for you guys. But like she is just a massive King. Like, you know, she's just devout, you know. And I mean, he puts out a lot of stuff, but I mean, like the, his level of writing, again, not every book is his yeah. best book, sure. right? but the level he maintains, yes. this quality. And see, that's, yeah. that's well, the, he's also really slowed down his output. It's um, true. In You're his, right. In his semi-retirement it's years. It's true. But um, he, yeah, the difference between him and some of these other prolific people is like, he he can write, if, if you were to ask him to write a description of this hallway at this convention center, he would writing it, would writing it, it, would, it would be engaging. Right, yeah. So his Although story, there might be a scary clown behind <laughs> that plant. And I don't That's like right. That. that garbage can would chew Ronnie's leg off Pretty or something much. and then he would bleed to death. But, um, it, but it would be an exciting hallway. But King's <laughs> stories aren't all great. No. But his writing is always good. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. you get guys like Grisham who are not good writers. They're plot device people. And so if the plot device is not exceptional, the book is pretty crappy. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, I will keep picking on Grisham as long as we do this podcast because I'm so frustrated that he makes millions of dollars writing we trash. We've gotten say, around to our full-length discussion on writers who gave up. Yeah. You know. Better, yeah, we we'll, have to do that. Interesting. Soon. So yeah, you have you, so you don't remember the other novels that are stacked up on No, it's Inger, it's at All the Light We Can't whatever that book yeah, is. All the Light There's we a couple see. more. There's a couple more. Got a vacation coming up I might so be yeah. the stack. Leave, leave yeah. all nonfiction behind. I think that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Just like force yourself. Force You're like, yourself, I only yeah. brought You'd be these. tempted. Well, it's funny because years ago I was yeah. only a novel guy, right? Yeah. So it's weird how I morphed into this other thing. But I mean, isn't yeah. other than like robotically disciplined people don't most people sort of swing like heavily into one genre and like oh, now into another one like I read a ton of like leadership and business and creativity books for a few years and, like I haven't touched one don't tell my boss in like three years <laughs> even when he assigns them I'm like ah, chapter headings is all I really need right but the reality is just like we talked about you, you're, you're still learning you're learning from a different perspective right. that's what's and different about you, that yeah, yeah. You sort of get a saturation yeah. in some of that, and you're like, there's, there's nothing uh, else, which is probably what you're reaching with some of the, like, the current state of Christian nonfiction. You're like, yeah, I've kind of read one of each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you gravitate towards what I think you think is helping you yeah. in the moment. Whatever right. kind of help that is, whether it's emotional, spiritual. Professional. Professional, right. And yep. so, yeah, and you do. You, read a, you reach a saturation point, and you're like, okay, I need, I need something to counterbalance and help me in this area of dryness. Yeah. So that that's definitely where I'm at. But Are you a multiple books at a time guy or one at a time? I'm kind of a one at a time guy. Okay. That, I mean, yeah. That feels you know. so claustrophobic to me. Like if, if I one if at a time. If I felt like I had to finish a book before I started the next one, I would just curl yeah. up and be like, I, I think finishing a book is like I don't always finish a book. 
Right. I can get three quarters of the way through and go, yeah, I got it. Yeah. And you're okay. Again, well, and that, and that's, all that's Christian kind of books thing. are 25 to 30 percent too long, which means if you only get 75 percent with you, you got the whole thing. Well, now, I, now you, what you're doing totally is agree you're skipping the recap. Gotta get that price point up, man. Come on. You gotta get That's right. You can't sell it for seventeen ninety nine <laughs> unless you got those thirty extra pages. I'm really influenced by short books now <laughs> too. Like I love that, stuff that I can yeah. read fast, and yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I have to complete something. Yeah, but like right. a hundred page book is real sweet mm-hmm. for me. Oh yeah, that's an afternoon. Well, I mean, I mean, well, that's why a lot more of those for that reason. It's easier. You get the concept. I love yeah. that. Move I on. Absolutely. That's love why it. I think I think in the you know in the Christian living kind of space, that's yeah. it's why I'm shrink it down. Super th- well, one yes, they should absolutely be shrunk down. Um, but I mean, it, it's why I'm really thankful that I that you know when I when I had my first experiences publishing, it was with a publisher who their whole point was to write short, and mm-hmm. so it was you know twenty thousand word manuscripts <laughs> at the high end, yeah. um, so about a hundred pages, something you could knock out in in a couple hours, yeah. and that was liberating for me. Unfortunately, it also ruined me for everything else because. I'm just like, okay, I can see where you're just padding in in places. Yeah. Well, right, where you see like, oh, I have to fill up this space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, when really I said everything I wanted to in five chapters, but I need four more or whatever, mm-hmm. five more. Well, yeah, tip for writers, turn in a manuscript that's shorter than the, uh, oh, yeah. so you sign a contract and they're like, it's going to be 40,000 words plus or minus whatever percent, 10 or 15%. Like, go for minus 15%. See and what then, happens. Let the and then look mm-hmm. they might say this is great. They might say it would be stronger if you added this here or here. Very rarely will they say you need to get to word count for its own sake. Yeah. yeah. Unless right. unless there's a revenue thing attached to it and you're like, we can't sell it for fifteen ninety nine without you know, without right, more pages. Exactly. Price pointing it, yeah. But, right. Yeah, write short. Always always write lean. There's right. a benefit. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I'm in, I'm almost done with Pursuit of God, which not very long, but I, I, I love Tozer? it because it's Tozer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we're reading the, the men's group, and it's awesome. Are you a and, Tozer guy, Ron? Yeah. I've read a couple of his yeah. books, but I don't But, like, they're all short, accessible. He I does mean, write he very write, short. He writes from yeah. a layman perspective, too, so it's He was kind of a layman. Great. Yes. Kind of a lay professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think you only have bachelor's degrees like you guys. Yeah, something like that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. Yeah, all you guys these, in Tozer. All these bachelor degrees. <laughs> <laughs> TGC would have never What's booked Tozer. What's that? that like? Well, then the fact that he was... He's Yeah, he was... He was, out, he was outside the camp. It's okay. It's yeah. Kind of amusing. Do Armenians carry cards? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I want to see an Armenian card. The thing is, they decision don't. Cards. Decision cards. Like that guy at the rant that like identified as an Armenian. It's like, who yeah. are you? Nobody does that. It's part <laughs> I was having this conversation this morning with... Uh, somebody they, they brought up Roger Olson, who's a, a scholar oh, who yes. is a, a classic Arminian, yeah. yeah, and he's like the only one in existence that like says like I like wears a T-shirt that says I am. Well, that, that like that is. There are a lot of non-Calvinists. He is a classic Arminian in terms of like the theological framework of that that view of how people get saved. Yeah, so I mean, he's he yeah. defines he's willing like a, to spend time defending it. Oh, yeah. and all like that. writes yeah, on it, writes will, are, you yeah, know, yeah. all that. Yeah, but wow. there's. He tends to, he There's writes a lot of, you know, books that are like not Calvinism. I might have to believe that, but um, we have a <laughs> we have denominational limitations. Yeah, that's right. I that's understand. Right. That's right. Although all the people who would be offended don't listen to this anyway. So. <laughs> that's true. But it does make for good comedy. Yeah. The random bleeping is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fill in the blank. So, Ronnie, Dave. you you are wrapping your Christmas novel. What else are you writing right now? Anything? Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, another Christmas piece for kids. Mm -hmm. A shorter illustrated. Not the one we discussed earlier. Not the one we discussed earlier. One. This one is a it's a it's a run through Luke chapter two, um, based on if one of the shepherds would have had a son, and how he would have seen it. Nice. Uh, so it's nice. be another little illustrated cool. piece. Right, Very so cool. Yeah. Do you have a favorite that. a favorite Christmas novel, and a favorite nonfiction Christian Christian Christmas book? Did I, say Christ, did I say Christian novel or Christmas you, novel? You said Christmas novel. I meant Christmas. Well, so, favorite fiction and nonfiction in the Christmas genre? Nonfiction? I mean, I, does that even exist? I mean, Fair I, enough. Yeah. Okay, skip that part of the uh, question. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite story of all time in the history of stories is Dickens' Christmas Carol. Mm. So that to me is the benchmark as just of all stories. I just love that story. Mm -hmm. I love the movies, the good ones that have been made about it. Mm -hmm. um, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, sure. So good. That yeah. one, my Michael Caine. My kids hate that one. They <laughs> yeah, just don't that, like the Muppets though. It's just, I don't like it being made fun of, so I don't like the goofiness of mm -hmm. it, but uh, I like the more serious ones. Mm -hmm. But um, but I love that. I read that every year. Mm -hmm. and um, But I love, um, you know, this guy Richard Paul Evans, you know, he's kind of the king of Christmas fiction. Again, a title that, I would love to carry myself, but there can only be one king. And you could um, be the you could usurp the throne. This is what it, well, I don't that's yeah. impossible, you know. He's but what I love about his writing though is he writes these very short Christmas fiction stories. Some are better than others. They're very modern. His dialogue is great. Mm -hmm. It's like super up to date. It's almost like Gilmore Girls esque. Yeah. And um, and and a lot of his a lot of his novels Yay. have don't have a lot of Christmas in it even, but they're just sort of like around the season, right? And um, and I, I, I they're just really engaging. So that's a really polarizing description you just mm. gave. The dialogue is great. It's Gilmore Girls esque. That unless that's not your thing, of course. right? So that that is a very. That is a very clear dividing line of what you think great dialogue is. Like, oh, you're in that category, or like, do you, is because that that gives me a, it gives me a headache. Maybe reading would be different. Yeah. Watching like fast talking, yammering things gives me a headache. Which is why me and Ted give you a headache sometimes. I understand that. You know? Periodically. Yeah, periodically, often. <laughs> um, but that's that's a little bit of what he's like, and I don't know. There is just something the Christmas season. And I pipes heard all this stuff, but. Um, I th that's part of what it is for me is reading about it, right? You know what I mean, and um, so I just there's something about I just I enjoy that. There's a lot of nostalgia in it for me. I'm a really nostalgic guy, mm -hmm. so anything related to Christmas kind of feeds that that uh, that that thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, um, man, I like I said, I'm trying to finish my uh, my novel, nice. and. Uh, you know, I, those aren't really hot right now in the in the CBA, right? So I don't I don't know if there's going to be a place for it. You know, I talked to one publisher and they're like, "Oh yeah, we stopped doing all of that." I'm like, "Oh, I thought you were my ace in the hole. You're not even publishing this." And stuff maybe anymore. it may be time to, to self publish that. Oh, I'm so anti self publish. Yeah. That's so much okay, work. Let's unpack That's that. Why? So, no. Tell me why. Um, it, it was for the same reason why I don't like independent records. I, it's just it's there's a legitimacy to being okay. signed and having a company market and publish and release. So to me, it's like I'm not interested in doing it myself. So gotcha. If everybody rejects it, I reject it. It's like okay, hmm. all right. I'll write another. I'll try again. There yeah, you go. So I don't there know. That's go. just me. 
That's just me. <laughs> so, listeners, you heard it here first. <laughs> Ronnie Martin. <laughs> like, anti publish Give up on your dreams. You <laughs> 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 will not endorse your self-publishing. I will endorse it. I'll be stoked. I'll okay. even read it. There you go. Personally, I'm not doing it. Will you read it after you endorse it or before you endorse it? Um, obviously after, like okay, all endorsers you, do. There you go. Correct. Yes. <laughs> endorse and then be like, did I just make a terrible mistake? I better go back and double check. <laughs> I made a huge little mistake. I think there's been one book I've endorsed I actually read because I wanted to read it. Right? Yeah. I was like, oh, I can, actually, I can actually say that one sentence about it that's true. Yeah, there you, you know? go. There you go. Nice, I like it. Sweet. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) But no Easter books, nothing like that, too, though. All right. I'm going to say something controversial right now. That's okay, do it. Don't, no, no. I don't like Easter. I'm not a a big Easter fan. I know. I I know, Pastor Ron. I don't love it. And this might actually be coming in just around Easter. It has a lot of, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for Easter. It wasn't a great holiday for me as a kid. There's not a lot of good name, like, I mean, what, what, what stories come? I mean, I mean, really, like think stories. about books. <laughs> Dave, you know, you're serious. familiar with Jesus. <laughs> no, you see where I'm going with this. Like, there's a lot of movies. Made I'm, on I'm intentionally not seeing where you're going with this. No, yeah. no. There's no, lots the of movies out there no, that are very well known. No, everything no, from, from, from the to whatever. Dude, you know what's but crazy? like, name a book. Name it, like what's what's. It what's would be the more book? like this is what. But check this out. So every Easter, the night before Easter, growing up, maybe it's because I'm old, but like the Sound of Music they would show on TV. Right. It was stuff like that, and yeah. I don't. So I almost they didn't equate that with, with Easter. Yeah, they don't know what to do with the holiday. I mean, there's some like claymation mm-hmm. specials, so, like, right? Easter, that used to come yeah, out around sure. Easter. Easter is two things. It is profoundly religious, which means it's hard to do all the spin-off right. stuff. Yeah. Or it's like weird traditions, like look a large bunny and egg chocolate eggs. Yeah, creepy. Which yeah. could not have anything like there. There couldn't be anything less related to the holiday itself. Yeah. Like at least Christmas, in its nostalgia, is coherent. And there's a there's like a generally accepted like this is what it looks like. This yeah. is what it feels like. This is Easter's mm-hmm. like. Uh, do you you like you you eat ham and wear floral dresses and give yeah. away candy and in baskets with like fake green grass in them? Like, well, what it's is plus happening? or minus a month every year. Guys, too. So you know, it's not like I would. It would be this. It'd be this moment on Easter morning where the family would wake up. It was bright and sunny. I would have to wear some new shirt that my mom bought me that was exactly. pastel. It's a pink shirt, yeah, pastel. Everybody's yeah. angry because we're going to be late to church. My dad's angry because we're skidding into the parking lot. Swearing in Portuguese. Swearing in sailor-influenced Portuguese. There's no parking spots because mm. we're late. He's not a late guy. In his famous words, if you're one minute late, you might as well be an hour late as far as I'm concerned. The whole thing never started good. It never ended good. Family would come over. Easter dinner. It just was one of those days I was always so glad. And they always played Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz mm-hmm. on, a, on oh, Easter yeah. night. They did every time. That's twisted. Sound of Music on Saturday, Wizard of Oz on Easter Sunday night. And so, man, I don't know what it was with that holiday, but it was like, ugh. All right. So here, so I think we just figured out your your next book. Your next book. Throw it at me. You're gonna you're gonna break out of the Christmas genre. Write the defendant. You're gonna write a book based on that. All right. There we go. I'm in. No, there's a lot of tension there. Let's I like do it. it. I'm there's just a, saying, like, man, I'm feeling there. Discovering this is like I'm not reading it. I don't know what, <laughs> He's the, title, don't know what the title would be. I'm bad at titles. I'm I'm with Ron on one thing about Christmas books, and that is that the Christmas Carol is brilliant. Yes. 
Other than that, I don't read holiday books generally. Yeah, pipe. Nobody would have thought that. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Yeah. Mr. Shocker Nostalgia over here hasn't quit and found his way to those. That's just because well, I mean, you, it's Dickens. That's just because you haven't gotten the uh, the Die Hard uh, book. The Die Hard novella. No, not <laughs> even that. <laughs> not even that. There's a uh, Lethal Weapon. There's a there's a picture book style uh, adaptation of Die Hard. It's amazing. Oh wow! Well, there you go, pipe. Yeah, Damn, that's you. There that's, you go. <laughs> I got it from my wife for Christmas a couple of years ago. You and did. She <laughs> loves it. Wow. <laughs> so, nice. There we go. All right. So we're gonna. Um, so we're coming. Our time together is coming to a close. Um, there are a couple of things we do as we as we end every episode. The first is we have the the Jack Reacher sucker punch of the week, and so Whoa. what that is, I know. So what this is, you don't this mean Tom is, Cruise? No, 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 no. So, so the character well, that he plays is in those <laughs> mediocre movies uh, is Jack Reacher. Yeah. So it's based. It's those are from a series of books by Lee Child, right. who worked a miserable job. Really wanted to punch his boss, just beat the life out of him, and so cathartically he started writing stories about a character who beat the snot out of people. So this nice. is this is the cathartic fictional gotcha. punching in the face. So who would All you right. you get to pick yes, this as week's our special guest. sucker punch of the week? Who would you like to punch in the face? It can be a real person. It can be a fictional character. It can be an author of books that you hate. Uh, it can yeah. be an author who you used to love who is now disappointing to you. Like go John any direction. Grisham? Yeah, man. Um, it can be a publisher who rejected your book. I'm just I'm not quick on my feet with this. It can stuff, be a so former. Like, it can be a former podcast co-host. There's so many people I would say right now that I would get in so much trouble with. <laughs> well, we can edit this, so run through some names. And no, we'll I'm, pick not, I'm not Ted. Okay. You, don't have, you don't have to edit my stuff. Okay. okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what are we? What are we looking yeah. at? I don't know. Why don't you guys come up with. So give me a minute. Does everybody get a chance to? No. Speak this, the, the, the guest <laughs> gets all you. This is all you. See, Ronnie, um, this is where you don't get it. to be. This is where you don't get to be politics. I mean, there's a lot of people we want to punch, but I know, we want to give you that honor. That's really what it is. It's the Jack true. Reacher. I mean, even Dave's yeah. daughter participated. Oh yeah, in that. she's she was pretty quick in her yeah. feet there. She's like, yeah. well, I'm picking up what you guys do. Yeah, okay, right. I like this game. That's right. This is fun. This is Dad giving me yeah. permission to sort of punch someone. Absolutely. I yeah. I can't I mean, wait for the teacher to call is me. Is it weird if I say Sean Hannity or somebody like that? I mean, I. That's, that's we, we've, we've kind of he's an author he is an author he's, 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 some, he's, he's an author he's, with he's ghost written some quotes. terrible or had some things ghost written for him Actually, that are I don't terrible. really care about that at all I just can't think of anything and I just alright well, well let's, on a, on let's a, workshop this all right. so yeah um, there has so to be worst a, Christmas book you've ever, yeah, ever wrote that's where I was going to go to yeah. book, like a Christmas book that was just trash disappointing you hated it yeah or, or and also one that maybe everyone loves or oh. everyone talks about things mm. is amazing all right. Well, um, you know, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, that's. I'll tell you what I'm really offended by is a really okay. All right. There we go. It's got it. me. You guys got me flowing on this one, right? Good. What I can't stand is when someone releases a Christmas album and like doesn't put the classics on it. Mm. Tries to write all their own Christmas songs. Yeah. Drives me up the wall. So this artist, she's really popular. She's named Sia. She mm, put out no. a record last year, all original Christmas tunes. Candy Cane Christmas, My Dog Loves Christmas, whatever, all these horrible songs. And so I bought it because the artwork was stellar. It's amazing. And because you will buy all Christmas albums. Correct, it was on vinyl. Yeah. And um, I bought it, I, and I, I, it took me a year to even put it on because I already knew I was going to hate it. So I put it on last year just for fun, and I, just so offensive. I mean, not one classic. Not Have Yourself a Merry Christmas. I mean, not like... Not chestnuts roasting on it. Not you know. Not like Jingle Bell Rock, which nothing. works well for like a poppy record. Right, she could have done something like yeah. that. Nothing. 
like the worst not, classic. Not even, not even like some some skanky version of Santa Baby. Right, which would have been is like there, the is there best song on that record by a long shot. I was thinking particular to the genre of said artist. Yeah, so that's Sia record, literally. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to get violent about it because that's, no, that's we don't do that. But That's fine. You know, who we, can, you know who we can punch? We can punch the producer correct. who let her do yes. that. There you Assuming go. Or perhaps man, suggested. Yes. 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 Right. I think that's probably a safe a assumption <laughs> yeah. given the sexism in the music business. It so we're, pretty, uh, yeah, the producer right. for Absolutely. that album gets punched. Yeah, so that's Absolutely. Sia that's Christmas fair. record, man. Oh, my gosh. All right. There we that, go. was, that was such an on-brand choice. I love it. <laughs> well done. Well done. So were you really disappointed that the fairy tale of New York was not on there? Correct, yes. There you go. I don't know, whatever he just said. It's there, yeah. Whatever AA Roll runs this on you. Pogues. Moving on. Moving on. All right, so there we go. Uh, the next thing we do, the last thing we do is we ask, we ask a very simple question. We all participate in this one, which Excellent. is, what are you reading right now? Mm. Of course, you have some things in your shelf. Yes. Well, so you mentioned a couple of things I'm that are finishing up in a degree in Trinity, so I'm reading okay. a bunch of stuff I don't want to read. Yeah. Yes. As yeah. is the case. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, but I do have a... Uh, well, this is not really exciting. But I'm reading currently All That's Good by Hannah Anderson. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah, been my that's saw, been my yeah. that's been my nighttime bedside yeah. reading, and I'm taking forever. Yeah. Normally, I'd finish that in like a half of a day, and it's been taking me weeks all right. to get through it. So yeah, all that's good. Love it. Love cool. it. Um, a B&H academic book, Theology of the Reformers. Um, well, we're teaching. Yeah, we're going through Reformation in our church. So um, there you to, go. Trying to keep it on. They got to keep it on. Trying I know. Trying to keep his job. I asked you That's for right. a copy. You got That's me a right. copy. I'm just saying. So it's. I, I, I'd like to I give it. It was, this week. So it was one of the most helpful books. You know, of all of them I had to use this year. That's it was the great. George one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, T. George, yep. of course. T. George. Yep. It was great. The man, yeah. the man, the myth. Yep. I I am rereading while actually listening to the Lord of the Rings. Oh, very nice. I haven't picked it up in. 12 or 15 years at least probably since college yeah so I read it I read it probably 10 times before the end of college the whole series mm-hmm. which was really just an originally one book and so I, I got all three of them on audible and I'm listening to them which I have to say is not as enjoyable as reading them Be- I was gonna ask I can believe that because totally you, believe you that. can't skip the dang poems when, yes. when there's like a four-page song. insufferable and Tolkien And here's poems. the thing. The, the, <laughs> the, the narrator is really, really good, yeah. but he sings yeah. them. Like he made up a tune of to these things and does. sings You're them. You're kidding. In elfish tunes? Uh, we haven't el- got, with we haven't, elfish <laughs> melodies? We haven't gotten to all of the... Like, him his death just... <laughs> I know, like I'm. Pic- I mean, he sounds like he sounds like a late '50s, early '60s British man, and yeah, I just of sort course. of picture him like literally dancing around like Tom Bombadil while he's. How does he like going through those long passages where they're like traveling through the forest for like nine chapters and nothing happens? Well, how, how do they? Na- I mean, how does that like listening through all that? I mean, first of all, you don't listen at single speed. You bump it up one, <laughs> one and a quarter, one and a half, which doesn't make him sound like a chipmunk. It just it could just, just compress enough. it compresses yeah. the gaps yeah. between words, so that's yeah. how you get through some of it. But it's the other thing is like that book is. So we interviewed Karen Swallow Prior, and she was talking about like slowing down when you read literature. Well, that that book sort of demands yeah. a certain pace. methodical yes. reading pace. Absolutely, and listening is like 
listening is the pace the other guy reads yeah. at. You don't really get to pick it. So it's it's not the most enjoyable experience yeah. of these books. It's good, but it's not like quintessential transcendent experience. Do you so. do you do audiobooks when you're driving or just when yeah. you're doing other things? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh both. Yeah. I mean I just that's that's how I get through novels for the most part. I don't read nearly as many novels as I used to. I listen. Lis- I listen to a lot. Oh, I didn't of them. realize that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, my mind always drifts when I try to listen. But I, see, it yeah. doesn't work for me if I'm sitting and listening. Yeah, but, but if I'm but if I'm driving, if I'm doing the dishes, that if I'm sense. at the mm-hmm. gym or whatever, that like that always works because it's just like my mind is already going to be going somewhere. So it's, it's totally. that thing, and then my hands are busy doing something else. How long so. is your commute though every day? Uh, I mean, I work from home most days, so my commute is get out of bed. Um, yeah. But. Mm. If I'm stuck in traffic, it can take me an hour and plus to get to work. And the four minutes it takes you to do those dishes. That's right. So it's going to take you nah, nine years so to get through. Nah, there's, <laughs> there's walking the dog. There's waiting for my kids at whatever practices they have. Like, there's a lot of a lot gaps. of that stuff. There's yeah, a lot there's of a lot gaps of, that can be filled. A lot up. of downtime. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are you reading, Aaron? I am uh, working on a series, a trilogy, uh, called "The Luck Uglies" by Paul Durham. Huh. That should be the new nickname for uh, this podcast. The there you go. Luck so book one is is just the luck uglies. The second book is called the Fork Tongue Charmers, and the third is the Rise of the Ragged Clover. And so wow. we um, uh, we actually started these on um, a trip that we made into into Kentucky um, about a week ago. Continued it through. Um, through any of our lengthier commutes during during the week, books? no, they're um, they're more like middle grade, middle grade, okay. yeah, kind of Got thing. It. So, they're, but they're <coughs> enjoyable for all ages. Like, yeah. So, whole family's been been right into it. That's cool. Um, the main character is um, a uh, an eleven year old uh, named Rye who is very precocious and mischievous, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's funny how post Harry Potter of how many covers try and I'm just looking at the book covers. We'll yeah. post them on there. It looks it looks very Harry Potter. Why has there never really been like an evangelical uh, Harry Potter yeah. series, or is this it? No, oh, this is definitely not it. Okay, no, it's not yeah. uh, not at all. But uh, it's yeah, just it's just enjoyable storytelling. I would yeah. so yes. and Andy Wilson has written some stuff that delves into that where it's like okay. it has a it's not overtly Christian, but it it kind of speaks from that perspective that gets into like yeah. the mystical he, magical yeah, he would fictitious like fictitious fantastic is it characters. a Christian publisher though? Uh, mm. no it's one of the New York houses uh, um, okay. Random House like his so his his non-fiction stuff is through Thomas Nelson and then okay. yes so yeah. there's that uh, who's that HarperCollins? HarperCollins HarperCollins I think yep. is who his fiction's from I can't remember but, okay. but his so it's it would be close but I mean, honestly, it would be really hard to write an overtly Christian book about like wielding magic. It right. would be yeah. that'd be tough to do. Yeah, Harry Potter. I mean, had, in the, had in had the same way that, that in the same way that yeah. like Tolkien couldn't write an overtly oh. Christian book about Middle Earth. Like you're mm-hmm. taking a thing from this world and this set of realities yeah. and like defining another reality, and all of a sudden it all breaks. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, but you can tell like kind of where he's writing from. Yeah, Legend of Sam. Uh, of Sam Miracle, Sam Miracle is the first book of a series that follows the lead character Sam, a foster kid with two bad arms who seeks refuge from his life and his dreams. Whoa! I mean, you can see that where, series. I mean, by that the way, it's fun. fantastic. I, like that. Fun. Right, I need it. All right, so yeah. good. Was, so good. Good with the kids, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll, writes, it'll it'll give nightmares cool. to little little kids. Yeah, he he writes. But it's great. Books, I would, like, I'd say, yeah, nine eleven is okay. great. Yeah. Right. 
All right, all cool. Right. Like all right, it. that's good. Man, Ronnie, thanks Ronnie. so much for joining us. Thanks for having this me, This was guys. awesome. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, guys, thanks for hanging out, as always. Indeed. And, uh, and listeners, thanks for listening to us yammer uh, from beautiful, exotic Indianapolis. Exotic. See ya. This is an Area Code podcast.